0: episode of the music video and podcast this week in music videos brought to you by your super good friends at imvdb.com you thought you got rid of us but we're back uh my name is adam of imvdb and with me as usual in his uh, uh newly air-conditioned apartment is mr doug Klinger. how are you doug dude super good adam beggars can't be choosers bitches
1: ain't chipotle <laughs> <laughs> wait
0: could you could you repeat the second part of that line Bitches yeah, ain't beg- what
1: the beggars can't be choosers, bitches ain't Chipotle. Uh, Nick Rune is And are you Nick, are, you, are, you, are you, wait, bitches
0: ain't Chipotle is in like the bitch this no bitch this bitch this Oh bitch this ain't Chipotle, okay. <laughs> bitches ain't Chipotle. <laughs> um, that is that's fantastic. We'll dig into that a little bit later, but uh, the laugh you heard there, there's um, a special guest on the podcast. We have uh, music video director uh Nick retired. Mower.
2: Reti- retired. retired music video director um, now now
0: documentary three, filmmaker. three years retired that's right uh mr nick Heller. nick how are you doing
2: i'm fantastic i'm i'm so stoked to be here
1: what's your line <laughs> you, you do a lot. you took it from okay, me okay i was gonna
2: use something i was gonna use it was either that or what was my other line oh i closed the tab oh you closed it but something along the lines of uh i just shot 60 uh i feel like kobe
3: okay
1: cool nice um, now we know.
0: Is this both from the, the school? Are these both of these lines from the Schoolboy Q song? Or, yeah, or, totally.
1: Okay. from the Kanye verse. Right.
0: Um, <laughs>
2: I actually, I got a call dug out for a second. I, <laughs> we were we were texting earlier today, and uh, I was responding to everything he was saying with Kanye lines from <laughs> that part. And and I, he had no idea what I was, I was talking I did, about. I
1: didn't pick up on can, it. I'm can like, actually? I'll, can I read
2: some of it? I'm like, I think you're lying. Hold on. So I go. I go, I just left the strip club, got some glitter on me. Wifey going to kill me, she the female OJ. And Doug says, what strip club? Aren't all the clubs in the city terrible? And that's when I said, I mean, beggars can't be choosers, bitch. This ain't Chipotle. And he said, wait, you went to a strip club at 11 a.m., though, or you been there all night? And then I said, I'll go to the Four Seasons, take a shower, get reloaded. And uh, at that
1: point, he said he didn't understand what I was doing. i said this isn't adding up what are you doing right now it took two texts i'm like okay wait a second something's happening and i'm not picking it up you're leaving that part out that that makes me
0: feel better for when i don't understand uh what doug is talking about and i feel a little bit less cool than (laughs) i obviously am um but before speaking of chipotle and this not being chipotle and
1: strip strip clubs and
0: strip clubs at 11 a.m uh we also have mr adam alexander fringe music fix on the
3: podcast how are you adam Hey, Adam, I'm good. I'm, I'm excited to be back. We had a little hiatus there, but we're all back together now. The That's Alphabet right. Boys reunited. That's right. We had
0: a little bit of a falling out. Yeah, a little bit of a fight. Right, we went through the whole uh, reunion story arc in a week and a half, so we're back. Um, and we're talking about music videos. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so, Nick, you are you officially retired. Did you get a party when you were retired from music videos? <laughs> no, <laughs> I
2: actually, <a> gold watch. <laughs> it was very it was very anticlimactic. I think uh, I made one of my worst videos um, and then I just said, you know, this it's been it's been great, but uh, I'm going to call it quits. So I what, didn't I didn't go out on a positive note. Um, what would you call yeah. your worst video then? Uh, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs>
1: it's a, it's one that he would. It's one that he uh, he's asked us not to put on the website. Yeah. it's up there. It's I think it's Alan Smithied. I believe. Yeah, right. uh, it's not like Nick didn't retire from filmmaking. He's still oh, a yeah, very, uh, of course. But it's just just a music video game. Um, what Nick? What drove you out?
2: Oh man, so so many things. So many things. Um, <clears throat> so of all the things, what was the one? <laughs> Um, I just, I I wasn't inspired anymore. Uh, to be honest, um, just didn't like working with musicians any longer, had too many bad experiences, wasn't really making any money. Um, you know, moved to LA, uh, where we hung out a few times, uh, to try to, you know, blow up and I didn't. So I came back to New York feeling pretty defeated and, decided to go another route and now I'm, I'm, I'm happy with where I'm at. So
3: Nick, did they also, uh, did they also suspend your Twitter account because that last video was so bad? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I noticed your Twitter account's been. Suspended. No. <laughs> what? no, 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 no. That's just because. Um, <laughs> no, uh, uh, he
1: just doesn't use the Ricky Shabazz Twitter account. We need to update his IMDb. page. <laughs> I sent uh, for context. I sent your IMDb page to Adam and Adam. Oh, okay. And I forgot that it still has your Ricky Ricky Shabazz handle. No, no, that that name died with. Uh... Yeah, with music videos. Yeah. Your, uh, um, what's your Twitter Twitter?
2: Now it's um, New York. Oh no, that's Instagram. Nueva York Nico is Twitter,
1: because New York
2: Nico is taken. Taken.
1: So at at Nueva Nor Nork Nueva, Nueva York,
3: York.
0: <laughs> Nico. <laughs> uh, well, follow, follow Nick. It must be. Uh, you know. Just speaking of that, there was a tweet that um, I saw uh, come across the old Twitter Twitter application. A few weeks ago, or or maybe no, just yeah, maybe a few weeks ago, from Joseph Kahn, kind of bemoaning the fact that uh, it must be kind of be difficult to work in music videos right now. And his tweet was, "I'm glad I didn't start my music video career today. I don't want to spend six months personally doing After Effects for a five thousand (laughs) dollar video." Um, And I uh, that rang true with many stories we've heard from directors who have. You know, I had a tough time kind of, you know, turning it into like an actual. Career where you know that's what funds. I don't. Th- I don't know if anybody really is, is doing it as something primarily where it like funds their their life and that's their main income.
1: Um, I think uh, there there are a handful of folks. Right. Yeah. There's some maybe people. maybe a couple of the people that maybe we talk to um, talk about on today's podcast, like Colin Tilly for example. Mm. Is pro- can, can, but he probably is also doing a bunch of commercials and stuff as well too. Mm. Um, you know, I there are very is, few yeah. people. Very few people are doing purely music videos. Yeah, and I'm yeah, here. but
2: that that tweet totally relates to uh, a video that I just watched today. the The little yachty video. I think it ca- came out a couple couple weeks ago, but I took a look at it and I was like, "Damn, this the the cats who made this probably spent like six months doing After Effects and probably got paid like a couple hundred bucks, right?
1: <laughs> or, or or no money, like their no money. money just like, like I
2: can't imagine little yachty is going around, you know,
0: <laughs> spending on money on VFX, right? I mean you shouldn't I mean you shouldn't like denigrate Lil Yachty, well yeah, it's true.
1: <laughs>
0: just like without any, you know, information. So Lil Yachty, if you're listening, we're not like jumping to any conclusions, but
1: Which you abso- which he absolutely is. Yeah. Yeah,
0: the sentiment rings true, I think though. Um, and you know, I I wonder, 2012 and 2013, I remember we used to see a lot of like crazy visual effects heavy videos that were kind of obviously Videos that didn't have massive budgets, but they looked like they had spent a hundred thousand dollars on VFX, mm-hmm. um, and you know I don't know if this is just confirmation bias, but I, d- I feel like I'm not seeing that as much anymore. We're seeing a lot of practical effects stuff. I guess maybe the avalanche is Frankie Sinatra's a bad <laughs> example, but espe- like definitely like the School by Q video, the drip, you know the blonde redhead video that Eric Wareham directed, all stuff that are you know mainly pretty either relatively simple visual effects or or, or no visual effects at all
3: right
1: and the, the, and the videos you do you see with the impressive visual effects had lots of money put behind them mm-hmm. like um, mm-hmm. the weekend video that Grant singer did for example you know that's just that was a, a, a decently funded video and therefore that's why there was great the effects in it
0: mm-hmm. Uh yeah, put all that money on the screen, as they say. Uh, you that's why you can tell like I'm in the kind of like the visual industry, like I'm an insider, is because I say you put that money on the screen. Like you, right. you say that all the time, right, Nick? Oh, all the time. Yeah, put that cash on the screen. Um, and well, speaking of the screen, should we just get into the music videos? Because it's been a while since we've talked about music videos. So I yeah, feel like let's
1: it's do it.
0: Yeah, um, and can do it. I I, I feel like I just mentioned this video I kind of want to Start with it This uh, Schoolboy Q That part video Because both of your quotes Were were from this video Mm Mm-hmm Um so, Doug, so you, let's do it. Yeah, so this is directed by Colin Tilley. Um, mm-hmm. Came out just a few days ago, but this is featuring Kanye West. And the last time we had a podcast episode, we were talking about another video that had Kanye West in it. He wasn't featured in it, but he was just in it. And that's the Designer Panda video. Right. Um, and now we have, we have, I think, maybe one of the most energetic performances from Kanye West in a video that we've had in a long time. Mm. Um, mainly this video follows Schoolboy Q around some locations um and i think one of them is kind of like <laughs> some, an, some
1: location yeah like an abandoned warehouse is kind of one <laughs> of them
0: uh but then i think the 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 part that is the salient part of the video is uh when it's cool yq goes up to a house opens the door mm. kanye west answers it and he does his entire verse as we follow him through the the, the house right um and so was was everybody on, on board with that being the so best part what, of the video? What I like
2: to think is that Kanye doesn't have time to, like, do features or anything like that. So you just got to get him in one take, right. you know? <laughs> so Because if you watch the video, he has two verses, mm-hmm. and he's only in two shots. That's so, true. What I'd like to think is that, you know, schoolboy just showed up, knocked on his door. You know, he lives there. Maybe that's one of his many houses. Knocks on the door. Kanye opens the door, Mm -hmm. takes him through a little tour of the house. He has his stripper pole. He's got the, you know, the red lights flashing, whatever. And then he goes around the house, does his verse, fucks up a few times. That's why they have to speed up and slow down. Mm -hmm. And then uh, he just, you know, kicks us out of the apartment and that's it. And then he goes back to being Kanye. It's basically an episode of MTV Cribs. Exactly. (laughs) Because, you know, he doesn't have time for this bullshit.
1: I I think that there is an element of reality to what you're talking about. I don't know if this is actually his house, but I do think that... No, but wouldn't you like to think that? Yeah, I mean, that would add to the, the mystique. And that's what, like, you're kind of, like, supposed to assume, right? Like, if you look at what the, like... Fancy, rapper in a fancy house music video is rooted in. Mm. It's like rooted in, you know, like I always think like the shiny example of Rapper in a Fancy House music video is the um I think it's a Bad Boys for Life music video. What's the one with like oh. with Puff Daddy and yeah. he's and it's just like got a ton of candos. Ben Stillers. Ben Stiller's it? his neighbor and bad shit. Bad boy for life. Yeah, bad like the in like that video is in indicating that like the, you know, he's moving into this neighborhood in, in, in reality. Mm -hmm. And now Ben Stiller's his neighbor and shit. Mm -hmm. And, um, so that, that, that is meant to be the intention. I don't think this is actually Kanye's house, but I do think, uh, like there's some reality to the fact that like, probably Kanye, you don't, you know, you don't have Kanye for much Mm -hmm. and you don't know and you know, you don't, you're not gonna be able to like work him into anything important narratively. So you're gonna have him Except just like in the pandas video. Well that's a little bit different because uh Kanye was like the, oh, he's the director. Like the kind of like creative director on that project. Yeah. And but like for a feature, like yeah, if you're gonna get him to show up, like you've got him for maybe an hour. Mm-hmm. Like hopefully he gets the verse right. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and and then he'll come through go through the house. But like I think because of that, if it's like because the video is okay we are going to get Kanye for the feature, but like, we don't know what we're really going to get out of them. I think you basically can only (laughs) your, your concept is just, okay, really energetic performances and locations. Mm -hmm. Like Adam said at the beginning, like it's the locations don't really like they, they try to stylize them similar. And all these like hue lights going through all these locations are definitely meant to kind of be that through line. But, uh, you know, it's just kind of performance, but it, it it works, right? Kanye's good. It's a cool shot of him in front of the school bus that says "Schoolboy." Um, I, yeah, you know, like Schoolboy Q is one of my like favorite rappers. I think he's really good in music videos. I think he's fun to look at, mm. uh, and a, and a good performer. And so, like, you know, I think they kind of have enough here. Yeah, I agree. Um, I
0: yeah, I, I also doubt this is Kanye West house because it feels a little. <laughs> It feels
1: like not dingy, oh, no, but a, I said one of his many
2: houses. That's, okay, this, okay, that's true. Not, yeah, this is his,
1: his den. <laughs> this is like a house that people—it's—it's it's not even in his name. Kim Kardashian doesn't know this is his. Is house. this where
2: they shot the birthday video? Like no, but no. it's
1: got because like, maybe because
2: hey, it's just like
1: his video house, or something. right? <laughs> it's
0: like, they just have a house. And it this is this is way nicer than the birthday house, but it does have like <laughs> a similar similar vibe to it, I guess. The one um, I have a feeling that I, first of all, I think Kim Kardashian and Kanye West probably keep. Separate finances, even though in that uh, <laughs> what's that song he talked about? Uh, they, he, like Kimoji made a million a minute, and he says we made yeah. a million a minute. I, oh, yeah. I, I have a feeling that they they definitely do keep separate finances because both of their finances are probably super complex. And right. I have a feeling if you looked at both of their finances, that Kim Kardashian would be way more in the green than Kanye West is. So, mm-hmm. um, this could be one of his yeah. his many houses, but i um i did get like a birthday song vibe yeah um
1: that line should have been she made a million a minute Mm, that's right she made a million a minute she (laughs) made a million a minute and it's funny that he does mention uh
0: that kim kardashian is uh the female oj because did any of you guys watch the um american true american crime story uh uh OJ story thing? No, I heard
1: it's really good.
0: It's really good, yeah. And they, they, you know, the whole reason the Kardashians are famous is because Robert Kardashian was OJ's friend, and then mm-hmm. he renewed his lawyer's license to work on the OJ defense team. He really didn't do anything, right. um, but so they're part of that whole story. So like a, a whole subplot of that is Robert Kardashian and his daughters, um, which uh, one of which, of course, is Kim Kardashian. So a little, little bit of a meta, meta twist in there. Um, yeah. But there, so there is a there's a phone number at the end of this. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. Let's call it. I we did call it already <laughs> on our side, but uh, we should definitely call it here too because it's gonna it's gonna ask us to leave a message. Okay, cool. And so um, he said, and he said he might call us back. And just in case they they ask
2: us what that part means, mm-hmm. Doug, you have the answer to this, correct?
1: Oh yeah. Um, uh, right. We also know that that part is just like it's it's Cali slang, um, for like being like, isn't that right? kind of thing you know what i mean so just just in case we call and they ask us that like you know like you know like when dmx would be like you know it's kind of like that equivalent right um like dmx say that yeah dmx has said you know oh
0: all right
1: if i had like a dmx soundboard uh there'd be like one that barks one Mm. that growls um um, when it would be like, come on! Like, that would be one that I'd use a lot. But then you know, that would definitely be on the DMX soundboard. That's
0: pretty. That's a solid uh, DMX impression. Yeah, well, I've been a fan for a while. So, Doug, do you want do you want to take the lead on this and leave, leaving this message? I think we should do it together. But I'll definitely <coughs> excuse me. I'll definitely take the lead. Okay, you you be the first talker. Um, maybe. Yeah. Can you guys hear that? That dialing.
3: I don't, I
0: don't hear it. Not really, okay. no. Okay. All right. Here we go.
3: Hello, Billy. Stop, dog. Leave a message. I might call you back. Dango kippawa.
2: Press 1 to leave a message for a chance to get a call back. Press 2 to receive mobile updates from Schoolboy Q, or simply hang up when you are done.
1: Hey, Groovy Q, this is Doug Klinger from the Internet Music Video Database here with the rest of the gang here on the Music Video Land podcast. Just wanted to say, big fans, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Oh so, my we, God. so we did
0: <laughs>
1: it. I hope he calls me back.
0: Yeah, I, you, you brought out your you radio announcer voice big time for that. Was that. Back. <laughs> I almost expect you to say the like the call letters of a radio station too. <laughs> um, you think at any point in his life, schoolboy Q has come across IMDb?
1: <laughs> uh, potentially. Yeah. We've definitely tweeted at him plenty of times. Um, yeah, I think so. I think he's probably seen this website, seen imbdb.com. dot com.
0: We do know of um, some yeah. famous people have used it, but I feel like some people, you know, you might just come across
1: it. Uh, yeah, it's a website on the internet. Millions yeah. of people have visited our website, so I'm sure he's one of the millions. Well, I hope that message makes his day.
3: Yeah,
1: <laughs> he's gonna be excited about it. He's gonna be. He's gonna subscribe to the podcast. Um, he's gonna be like, and, "Holy shit, I am BDB. <laughs> this exists." Dog and Adam. <laughs> you
0: know, uh, but, yeah, I think that's uh, that's great. that's a success, and and hopefully he gives you a call back in the next. Uh, um, could somebody explain to me the hello Billy thing? I I keep hearing he- the people saying hello Billy, and I just am not re- entirely
1: sure what the deal is. I think Billy is kind of like. We people in my high school used to call each other Billy" in a derogatory sense. Hmm. Um it kind of meant like something like a like a like someone who wasn't cool, somebody like goofy. Did you go to school in Compton? No, oh. but I'm sure but i but I feel like the kids who like the kids who established the vernacular of my school were heavily influenced by West Coast hip hop. Hmm. So I would say those kids probably, you know, yeah, I, I, it's probably like. Oh look at that fucking Billy over there with his belt, with his pants pulled up above his belly button. Right. You right.
0: Know. Okay. Um, so, does anybody else uh, notice that Colin Tilly has a thing for obscuring people's faces? Uh, but not, but not just by blurring it. Like a but, fetish? Uh, I wouldn't call it like a fetish. Not like a sex thing, but like um, I'm thinking of the uh, what's the video he did did now for? Um, oh, disco ball face. Uh, there was there was that, and then there was. Um, I'm just looking. Oh at... shit,
1: you guys! I'm getting a call from Schoolboy Q. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> we'll talk. It about is it. A kind of like a, an interesting way to do some in-camera stuff and like change the um, your kind of like background performers right. and make them make them interesting and turn them into an element. Um, uh, I definitely have seen it more frequently, and the idea of like blowing smoke through stuff that that's very now. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's smoke or vape. I hope it's vape. I hope, um, it's vape. I hope they're employing just a, Adam
0: Alexander. A, oh, sorry. What were you gonna say, Fairhome? I was just gonna say a stupid thing where I said uh, I hope they employ like a crew of like forty people vaping at all times. Yeah, yeah. No,
1: it's a vape, like a vape team. They do right. these like vape competitions, like 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 thickest cloud and that kind of stuff. All and right. it's definitely those people. Mm-hmm. Uh, real quick, just a just a poll of everyone here on the podcast.
3: Adam Alexander, do you hope it's smoke or vape? I hope it's uh, well. I wish it was blowing bubbles. That would be my preference here. <laughs> okay, fair. Uh,
1: Nick, smoker, or vape, or bubbles? N A for me. N A. No, no answer. Not uh, doesn't apply. Okay. Uh, cool. On, uh, thanks for asking. But I team vape. Well, we already established that you and I were on Team Vape. We, oh, okay. Team Vape wouldn't exist without us.
0: Interesting. Okay. Um, so how do we feel about this video in general? I um, I, I liked it a lot. I mean, I think it would be a lot t- tougher of a sell without the Kanye West part, but this is my first, con- you know, interesting sort of Kanye West music video performance in a while, and that was pretty exciting.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm with it. I'm down. I'm game. I, I think School Q can kind of... Yeah, I'm gonna watch a Schoolboy Q music video no matter what. I think you're right that it, the Kanye stuff really does elevate it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think they have enough here. I think they did enough. I think I've seen. There's definitely Schoolboy Q videos I like better. Um, yeah. I think have more more to them, but um, I think everything that's here is done really well. Nice. I think it effect effective is the right term.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Effect. That's a good. That's a really good uh, a t- uh, podcast title. Um. <laughs> just so we're um, just make sure you put the make the h capital right i will uh, absolutely um, so we should also talk about uh, i would like to talk about nexus uh, avalanche's video um, cuz okay. i was shocked to... what's that? right
1: well, I was going to say you were shocked <laughs> Yeah. because <laughs> Avalanche, Avalanche have a p- pretty significant place in your heart. You've done a, a music video relapse post um, on an Avalanche video, and the early Avalanche video was also one of your picks of the week on this very podcast.
0: That's very early, true.
1: Early, early ideation of this podcast when we did a thing called Picks of the Week. Hmm. That's right. You talked about an avalanche
0: video. I um, mean, this is now a 15-year-old video called "Frontier Psychiatrist," directed by Tom Kuntz and Mike McGuire. Um, Nick, do you remember this video, the "Frontier Psychiatrist" video from 2001? Of course. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's in my list of like of classic like classic videos that don't didn't come out in the 90s or the um, or the 80s, uh, mm-hmm. but is old enough to be I think considered like a solid classic video. Um, Adam, you remember this video, right? Yeah, it's super good. Definitely. And, and the Avalanches are not super prolific in terms of music videos. We have three of them in the database, including the one that came out this week. Um, so I was really excited to see a video by the Avalanches directed by none other than Fleur and Manu. Um, the great. Yeah, the great the great director duo. Um Nick, have you ever have you ever considered being part of director of duo? It's a hot thing. Uh, only to do if right it now. was only if it was with Doug. <laughs> what would you guys call yourselves if you were director of duo with Doug? We would be we would be Flor and Manu. <laughs> um. So this video, no, we'd probably name it after our old apartment.
2: Nice. Okay. Maybe yeah, just but delete nine, that because I don't want anybody knowing where I live. Uh,
1: we would be uh, uh, nine sixty uh, DeKalb.
0: Yeah. nice uh you might want to kind of workshop that title but yeah. i think that it's you got a good start um yeah. so this video is uh takes place i would say in like a kind of like a bayou kind of setting right am i okay like in I guess, louisiana maybe yeah yeah something like that. Um, and it's this small town of people and they're all drinking this lime like this bright yellow substance It's everywhere. It's in the ice cream is where first time we see it. Um, people are just drinking it. Uh, it's on later we see it like at a, like a family dinner. It's, there's a big jug of it on the table and it makes people just kind of lose their, their, their minds um, and go nuts. Uh, with hallucinations, uh, some and there's no real pattern to hallucinations. Sometimes it just makes them go crazy, and sometimes it makes them see what they really want. Um, but then the cops show up and kind of uh, try to figure out what the substance is, and I think that's that's, that's, that's a, the bird's-eye view. Did I, did I miss anything key plot, plot point-wise? I was trying to see if I had...
1: Well, the substance isn't necessarily a positive substance. I mean, everybody is into it, but it definitely is a... Uh, drug, uh, you know, a, a hallucinate, uh, a hallucinogen. Right. And uh, and it's making people not, you know,
3: making people act weird. Right. Yeah. I mean, so they're, like, they're either they're using it and shit. Yeah, they're either dead or, or blacked out at the end. So there's definitely some negative side effects yeah. to this shit. And they're right.
1: doing all so, sorts of shit. They're they're riding airboats and shoot paintball guns. White It's fucking crazy, crazy moments.
2: Am I the only one who thought it was Michael Keaton at the very beginning? That, like, creature character?
1: (laughs) Really? Was was played by Michael Keaton? Yeah, no, no. I actually uh, never actually thought it was him, but I was like, oh, that guy looks like Michael Keaton.
2: Yeah, I thought he was going to be a central character because I I thought they, you know, had
1: hired Michael Keaton for the role. (laughs) (laughs) It was wrong. Wait, what what character are you talking about?
3: The main guy, the guy at the beginning. um, that first gets served. I don't know which guy either. Uh, the guy we, I guess the guy know. me and Nick were just watching. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was,
1: he's like, uh, he, he, you you see him both in like when the kid is hallucinating, he sees the guy, and he's kind of like a preacher-looking guy. He's
3: like, oh yeah, it does look like Michael Keaton. I mean, that's it's a fucking possible, guy looks though. like Michael Keaton, guys. Yeah. I mean that, that that's not that wouldn't be that surprising because the avalanches are, uh, you know, they're not a huge band, but they've got like. A weird following and lots of connections.
1: Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to bring out something like specific to Michael Keaton, like you know that he's <laughs> no, a big Avalanche fan. <laughs> they got lots of
0: connections, yeah, um, and which I believe because uh, so featured on connected. this is Danny Brown and Doom, um, mm-hmm. who are two people that it would be good to have in your connection book. I would
1: assume. Did he go back to MF Doom or is he still just Doom? I mean, we have him as a, just Doom. I know. Hmm. but I left the slug it's he's you still go to imvdb.com slash n slash mf doom huh. I just kept it's kept it just in case so I was a little frustrated by this video because
0: I like I, I understand that music videos don't necessarily have to resolve everything narratively but I kind of wanted some hint as to where this actually was come was coming from because at the yeah. very end there is like you know there's a very classic uh you know Oh, the cops are there, and you see the guy who's obviously like the, you know, he's in a suit. He's the you know lead investigator or whatever. He flicks a cigarette and he walks back to his car, and you get this pan over, and you think, oh, here comes something that's gonna give us some some clues of what happened here. And it's just a dude playing the guitar. Um, yeah. I, I, and I don't know if that it was such an obvious like pan over, like here we go, we're gonna show you something. That I wonder if that is like part of the puzzle, if that's just another. And you know, they're like, yeah, just we'll, we'll just make this the ending shot.
3: You wanted, like, uh, an M. Night style reveal is what you were expecting? Yeah. Right. Just some kind of, yeah, I I thought so, too, the way that they did
1: it. And I think that this is one of those things where you're, like, um, really picking, I mean, because it's a fantastic video, but, like, um, I did think something was going to happen there as well. Mm -hmm. And it's for, for Flora Manu. I feel like you can hold them to a higher standard where you could kind of pick, pick at them a little bit for this and, and not feel bad about it. Uh, but because it is still a really great video and
3: super exciting. Mm-hmm. I do feel like there is something more to dissect, but I, I don't have any idea. Like the, the butterfly symbol seems to be quite important to the video. They use it in the, in the title at the end, and, and he draws it on the guy's forehead. And I don't know, maybe that's just a, uh, an image for the album art or something, but I feel like there's a little bit more here. If we were smart enough to dig it out, (laughs) but we're We're all idiots. (laughs) Let's call back the schoolboy Q number. See if he has any
1: idea.
0: There is one comment that I think that may, you know, give us a clue here. And uh, somebody said this video reminds me of that one SpongeBob episode where everybody drinks the slushies and goes crazy and grows green hair all over their body. So I think that might be like that. Could be a clue. Right. Mm. Um, so there's okay. Yeah. All
1: right.
0: Uh, Nick, how did you how did you feel about this video? Yeah, I, I liked it. Um,
2: you know, kind of kind of feel the same ways as you guys. I I, I thought this was a week for some some pretty uh, anticlimactic uh, music videos.
0: Yeah. 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 It, but it, it, you know, it had some interesting visuals in it. Uh, for sure, one of them being the guy, you know, the farmer. Oh, actually, I, I, how could I forget the dog driving a tractor is maybe is you know a great yeah a key visual.
1: element in this video. Yeah,
0: it really is. Um, I thought they they really whoever did the VFX for that really, or else they maybe they just had a dog drive a tractor. But you yeah, know. you know that dog is um he's
1: on Vine. He drives <laughs> tractors. <laughs> uh, nice. He's like oh, no, you know, he's. He's not really, I, I was I was shocked at you know where did this production value come from you know like are, is are the avalanches still making money? Well, this is I I do know that this like new album push is. It, they're trying to put some excitement
3: behind it. Um, yeah, and they've already got like the 15 year lull to back it. I don't know if you guys saw the teaser for the album but it's it's packed with like celebrities that are like uh, sort of theorizing like when the album is coming out and if it actually will because it was supposed to have come out like 10 times already. So yeah. I, think, I think there is lots of uh, inter- I think we're going to see some more cool stuff before it releases. But the question is who is like like it, the album is probably going to be good right if if yeah. there's
1: a, if there's like excitement to pay for this right you know? like there's one thing to be like oh yeah we're excited oh yeah we're going to put this album out oh yeah we're glad you made this it's good enough to put out and it's another thing to like heavily fund a music video and, and push out um like a uh, some PR weight behind something and so uh, there must be high expectations um mm-hmm. yeah, you know? this, this is a good track this video looks
0: like, it costs, like, a significant chunk of money. I mean, they've yeah. got some relatively large locations. They've got some stuff that's like looks like crane shots and not just, like, a drone. Um, that uh, kind of uh, airboat racing scene looks yeah. like it at least has some... It look, doesn't look like just a bunch of people racing airboats. It looks like it, it has some professional stunt people doing that.
1: Well, in um, Floor and Manu, just, they're just not doing cheap videos. Right. Like, they... Like there, um, there are plenty of directors at this level, you know, who who will still take on a lower budget music video if they're really excited about the track, or still think, okay, I mean, I can do something with with ten grand for this band because I really want to. Uh, Floor men who aren't doing that, like they're doing videos for bands that cost money and, and and you see that production value um and they're just like you know not even putting pen to paper probably for something below a certain level whereas you know maybe some other music video directors um uh can be persuaded it's like oh our arcade fire only has 20k but i'm super stoked on arcade fire or something like that but they're uh, just on that fuck you pay me yeah yeah <laughs> well yeah because but then also they know like they have these these ideas that like you need the production value for them to really kind of sell the stuff that's going on here. Um, you know, the, the large cast and stuff, all of that stuff is important and they all need to be, uh, Get, get an effects treatment and a makeup treatment and uh, be able to like pull off these roles. They can't just be, and they have to have interesting looks. Um, these aren't just like models. This isn't just like a, a video f- full of, um, you know, people showing up to pull favors. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a cast. And so uh, their ideas kind of rely on that stuff and they, they, they come up with ideas that kind of can't be squashed. Um, but yeah, it's, it's uh, that fuck you pay me stuff. Is it works? But yeah, how do you get the money for a floor and menu video when you've been nowhere for 15 years? Is an interesting question. Yeah, where they find it, Adam Alexander.
3: Maybe you can't. That's, a, that's a really good... <laughs> yes. And I mean, even just the, the features, like uh, they've announced some of the features on the album and they've got like some fairly bigger indie artists, Father John Misty's going to be on it and stuff. They've got some reserve of cash. Uh, I mean, their first album was definitely critically acclaimed, but I wouldn't say it was like um, a massive seller. It probably gained steam with time, but yeah. Well, the money's a not good coming country. from their pocket, right? It's coming from right. their label. It's their label like taking the... Um,
1: making the investment into the project and in, in order to try to believe, they believe yeah. in
0: it. Yeah, so it's interesting. Yeah, and so is their first album. You know, famously <clears throat> took years to come out because all of all the samples to clear. That was the by far the largest part of the production process. Which in two thousand one, I think. It was uh, pretty novel to have you know music that was entirely made up of samples or was like very heavily sampled, and you know now 15 years later that's much more a part of popular music and um, a part of mainstream culture. So I think that may be part of it, like bringing back the Avalanche. I'm sure a lot of people who are really popular artists right now were heavily influenced with that first album. So mm-hmm. probably what they're doing is is coming back and and kind of. Uh, bring you know calling in all their favors, so to speak.
1: Yeah. But even so, like it still costs money for to get certain artists on your song, right. whether they're whether they're a friend or not. <clears throat> um I think it like even you know on the chance to rapper mixtape he rap he he raps about that specifically, saying something like, have have labels telling me that they own my friends. Mm-hmm. Uh if they you know it's mm-hmm. it's the exact same thing. Like certain artists you got to pay the label to get them to feature on your track, regardless of what kind of relationship you have with them, whether or not the artist is like, yeah, I'm going to do 16 for you. No problem. Like sometimes it's not that easy. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, this is, uh, it's all very interesting. I can't do 16, but I could do four. I can give you, I can give you a hot hook. That's
0: right. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you a hot hook. Um, Fever can do a hook. <laughs> so you guys want to talk about some, some, some sexy stuff. Yeah. You wanna talk about
3: this? Yeah, about Adam Alexander. <laughs> How about this oh, snap. this dripping video?
0: Mm-hmm. Version two. Uh directed by none other than Mr. Eric Wareheim, who scored a, a a official video for Kanye West uh yeah, af- right. about a month ago for his video his and L Z and video for famous. Um and then here we go this is a different kind of video from Mr. Eric Wareheim. Uh, so
1: yeah, di- uh, different than the Con- Kanye video of course. Um but also not it also is it feels kind of fresh for um even like a more heavily produced Wareheim video than like than what we're used to. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: so this is basically uh this kind of actually looks like a Fleur de Manu video, actually. If you switch the two, I feel like Fleur de Manu could have directed the first half of this, and Eric Wareheim could have directed the Fleur de video <laughs> um, So basically, we're just seeing some slow motion shots of some sexy ladies, and those sexy ladies are just chilling out. One of them is, uh, you know, smoking. They're smoking cigarettes. Yeah, they're having a drink. They're pruning some sort of uh, bonsai bush, um, and then we start to see people's hands in ropes. Uh, male hands and ropes, and we don't see any other males, so we're wondering who these people are. And then it's revealed at the end that uh, this is some sort of uh, face-sitting operation. Um, this is not a... This is not a... <laughs> One of those, one of those classic face sitting operations we all have <laughs> well, heard of. Well, this is a, this is a, a pretty fancy one because all these guys are in some sort of they're like bound and this is kind of weird to describe, but this is they're kind of bound in different positions where you know there's a you guys I've heard of fa- face sitting it's a thing people are into, um, yeah. but. This is and, and but the thing is there's also a um kind of madam character the per, the, the the lady who's dressed in red that we well, I think we first see she's kind of overseeing all of this so this this seems to be some sort of thing where if you're a guy you fork fork over a lot of money to be be in the, this position that these ladies are putting you in. Mm. I and mean, you guys yeah, are acting like you don't the know. Right. We've all been there right? Boy? Yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> I mean, the place that I go to, the place that I go to, is a lot. I'm just saying, the place I go to is a lot less nice than this.
1: Mm. Yeah. Well, you don't have the money. You don't have the money, the means. You you don't have that podcast money. That right. IMDb money is <laughs> tied up in offshore accounts. Right. Exactly. Uh, Trump University tuition.
3: So Still paying I, off those student loans. I, I was going to suggest too that uh, it could also be that the ladies are paying for this service as well. Mm, just uh, on the flip side of I don't think that's how this sort of thing works, but. Well, that's very narrow
0: minded of you. Hmm,
1: I, um, <laughs> I guess, wh- wh- which character is the madam character? Uh, that you're talking about, I believe it mm-hmm. is the person that
0: is. Uh, hold on, let me find the exact spot. There Ooh, is she's one, just in one shot. There's right? a red, yeah, reddish hair. Yeah. yeah, she's watching. Um, the 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 okay. the person who's being ridden like a jockey, and the, where mm-hmm. the lady has a jockey hat on. She's on the stairs watching. On the stairs.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Would have been cool to see her a couple times. Yeah. It didn't really sell it for me. I didn't even consider that to be honest.
1: Yeah, I, I initially without that, I thought that these were just not you know these are this is just what these people are, are into that like you know it's just two co- it's just a couple mm-hmm. or potentially and the the couple is into it. but now with the madam element it does kind of bring these these yeah. stories together
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh for sure also a question for, it's actually for you
0: specifically Doug cuz i know you you know Eric Wareheim personally um there's a lot of talk in the comments that the person in the bathroom scene is actually oh, Eric is- uh, I thought
3: that for sure. I think it
0: is starting at, at about 3:20 or. At it's about
3: definitely him. Really, yeah. hold on. I, uh, we're about to get there. That's his chin, and that is his body type. Absolutely. No, no, no. That's no. gotta He's be way him. Fatter than that guy.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's not him. It's definitely. Not him. I mean, look at the close-up, though, where you show the bottom of his beard.
1: That kind of yeah, looks like I, Eric Wareham. Yeah, totally. I don't know. Nah. I don't think he's—that guy doesn't look quite tall enough. I, mean, I don't know for sure. That guy does not look big enough to me to be him, but maybe he is. Mm-hmm. Like, it's hard to know. But I don't—Eric Warehouse like, like, a super tall dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. he's, like, 6'6", 6'8", like six, 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 something like that. And that dude doesn't look quite as big, quite as huge. But maybe it is. I mean, he does make cameos in his video. I didn't even think about that. Um, Nick, uh, Nick knows Eric Wareheim.
2: Yeah, too. me and Eric Werheim have a little bit of beef, actually. Really? Uh, yeah, not. they have Instagram beef. We have some Instagram beef. Uh, you know, I, I may or may not have uh, taken a, a candid paparazzi picture of him. Um, I saw him in, on the Lower East Side, and, and I snapped a pic. And I posted it on my Instagram, and I tagged him. And then uh, like an hour later, he reposted my photo with a shitty filter on it. And uh, in the description, it said some cunt boy took my photo. So I'm taking it to- from him, not giving him credit and adding a shitty filter.
0: Yeah. So then I
2: took, the- I screenshotted that photo and I put another shitty filter on it. And it just mm-hmm. kind of went back and forth for a little bit.
1: He, did, he, did he go back? Did he go forth? Did he respond to your thing?
2: No. OK, so I won.
1: Yeah, maybe okay. I think uh, that's uh, <laughs> that is that is be- that is beef. Yeah. When that did this? Beef. When was this?
0: This was a couple months ago.
1: Yeah, it wasn't too long ago. And uh, you could probably see it on his Instagram still. Nick is in my phone as cunt boy,
2: and he spelled is... cunt with a K. And I think he hashtagged it.
1: Yeah, it was. Uh, now it's... that's but that's also not the first time you posted a candid photo of Eric Wareheim, right? You uh, like so, yes. part you post candid photos on your Instagram account. Yeah, New, New York Nico, follow me. And you do
2: Podcasts. you, you do yeah. the
1: candid's of people you see? Just like, candid. My favorite was David Schwimmer from a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I posted a nice uh, Robert Kardashian
2: candid. Nice.
1: The candid's are the uh, no candid's of me, which is upsetting. You don't yeah. have the look. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm trying to. I'm sure. in, I want to make sure I find this and put and put this in 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 the show notes. Uh, can you describe the picture to me a little bit? Just uh, me, walk I'll in. tag you in it. Yeah. It'll well, I, 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 I don't want any Eric Wareheim beef. That's uh, the. Issue. Yeah. No. Oh. Um, I don't want any. I don't want. I don't want to feel any of your beef. That's right. Yeah. No. I'll find it. I'll find it and I'll put. I'll put it in the show notes. But that's, man. I. I. am surprised that he was. He was upset with that. That's. Uh, That's. uh, that's
1: I actually. um, um, I I see. I understand both both elements of it. Like everybody. Like, I think I understand the. After seeing uh, so after after this OMG camp from this last weekend and being there with that gal from Fifth Harmony and seeing how many times that like photo was reposted by fans and that kind of stuff and how there's like really like. Elements of privacy are removed once you reach a certain fame level. Uh, There it is. There it is. Um, I can see the frustration from the uh, celebrity side of it, but also, uh, you know, I also enjoy Nick's Instagram account uh, and the candidness of some of the other folks. So uh, yeah. I also don't think he was being serious. No, I no. Think he meant he
2: posted it to be funny. Right. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And he looks good in the photo. Yeah. It's he, a- he's very
0: slim in person. Right. So maybe that is him. Yeah. I was going to say it, I, I, all evidence to me points to that
1: being him. Well, yeah. go, to his, go, go to his Instagram account. Are his legs as hairy as, those, as that dude's legs are? He doesn't have a lot yeah, of leg yeah. shots.
3: I feel like that. I feel like that's him. I have no confirmation though, but I've seen him shirtless, and it looks like his chest hair.
0: Well, maybe I'll ask him. Yeah, ask him. Just to I'll bring comment him on him. that photo. Let's call
3: Schoolboy Q. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so before we, we finish up with uh, with the Dripping video, I just was reading some notes on the uh, YouTube page, and for anybody out there who wants to see some more face-sitting uh, Wareheim mentions in the notes that uh, Dripping is a love letter to his favorite band of all time Blonde Redhead, and his favorite face-sitting artist of all time Namio Harukawa so if mm. you throw that name into Google, your day will be sorted, because nice. you will get Thousands of paintings of uh, face sitting, uh, and this, so this is this is a very like this is a. Nice. This is, like, a gra- pretty
1: graphic video if you think about what the production – like. Sure. See, It seems muted compared to what you think of Eric Wareheim videos sometimes because, um, for lack of a better word, Eric Wareheim videos are often very in your face at times. But, like, even more so than, like, dart, dart dancing or some of the stuff that, like, appeared in his video. Like, this is actually people's having their face sat on – For the for the production of this video, like that that's that shit was real. You know, it's funny you say that because I was gonna mention,
2: and this might be insensitive or ignorant, but I feel like since Eric Werheim started hanging out with Aziz Ansari, he's become a lot softer.
1: I don't I don't know. Like this, I think it's I mean. There's definitely – he's definitely doing stuff that's more mainstream that's now as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. Like, like that's definitely happening. He's TV but, directing. He's making which music. I think is, which I think is fine. But I think this, though, I think this is still very like – like this is somebody's face in an ass. I feel like yeah, he didn't take it as thought. far <laughs> as he
2: – no, no. I feel like he didn't take it as far as he would have, say, you know, when he did the yeah. Pond to Floor video or even yeah.
1: – yeah. I see this as like being further along but just – Presented in a different way. This is de- this this to me is Would is you, more graphic, so more mature, maybe. Yeah, definitely. But I also think I also think that other stuff it's it's just branching out into more. Mm. I, I think that other stuff still exists. There's a new season of uh, check it out with Dr. Steve Brule. That's mm-hmm. going to be like very much all of that original kind of adult swim, Eric mm-hmm. Wareheim stuff. And I think this, this music video is just like more branching out. It's, you know, it, it seems in, in a similar vein to his health music video. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. I was it, thinking like, dark, that. like he's got those the kind of like two sides of it. It's kind of like dark. It kind of like um, brings out and, um, like an element of the world that isn't really in the mainstream mm-hmm. um, which this is uh, you know, more ma- a music video is more mainstream than face-sitting art but um you know i think it's i think it's do it's still doing different stuff but that are still kind of edgy and, and kind of graphic and explicit in their own way but just kind of in a different context
3: yeah if you look back at his full vi- videography like uh, this is definitely in the in the upper tier of the darker uh, videos along with the we are water by hope for sure it's mm-hmm. it's just pretty dark it just kind of um uh, unfolds
1: in a, in a different way most of those other videos are just like boom right out of the gate or like mm-hmm. three girls in a room and then suddenly a, like right. everybody's a butt but like um you know i still think this definitely kind of gets there too
2: i feel like an eric Werheim video that really went under the radar was uh the tobacco video that he released two years. yeah ago.
1: oh it's so good <laughs> i love that video
2: yeah and that's another one that i'm talking about where he kind of like you know really took it there
1: right um but this seems kind of got some similar vein to it it's not so it's not as like the filmmaking is less kind of like grody and like raw, less raw and it's a lot more like kind of but like uh, delicate but that's mm-hmm. that's I'm sure kind of like comes from the, um, is influenced by the artist that he's being influenced by would that I be know. true Adam through your googling
3: would you find that that that's well, uh- kind of... Yeah, I mean, I, I know I know blonde redhead well, and I think that the, that delicateness that you're mentioning goes along with their sound. So it only yeah. makes sense that the the video would ha- kind of have that that sort of that sensitive touch to it.
0: Yeah.
3: Also, Despite if you look at effect. a
0: lot of the, um, what was the person's name? Uh, Namio, Harukawa stuff. A lot of them. These things are basically recreated in the in the video.
3: Right. Yeah. Uh, absolutely.
0: And I do want to just point out one thing uh, that you know. Speaking of faces and asses, uh, <laughs> we have come a long way in terms of technology to to make that uh, you know make it look very real. I'm thinking of um, the famous scene in Girls where Alison Williams, who plays the character Marnie. Um, has something similar done to her. Uh, And uh, there were, at the time, a lot of those, like, articles came out were basically about how they did it without actually having to... Um, you know, have the, the real thing. Have somebody
3: down.
1: eat the ass of Brian Williams' daughter? Exactly. Yeah. It was, and it was <laughs>
0: insanely technical and complicated how they actually did it. Um, but there, I think there are a whole group of people that, uh, their job in the film and television and sometimes music video industry is to make s- sex stuff look really real. So you never know. I mean, but it could have been just
3: actually just people going whole hog on it. So we'll see. Can I vote for Speaking of Faces and Asses as the episode title? Uh, you can absolutely vote, yeah. I think that's solid. That's <laughs> yeah. it right there.
2: I, I vote for that as well.
3: Um, let me write and Doug down. just
2: stepped away, but I'm sure he he votes for it. <laughs> no,
3: I'm back. Um, what, what do I vote for? Oh, shit.
0: Wait, well, don't tell me. It's going to be between, what? for the title of the podcast, it's going to be between Speaking of Faces and
1: Asses and Effective. Okay. Or what about Brian Williams' daughter getting her ass eat? <laughs> or what about just the number for Schoolboy Q's self? Oh yeah, right.
0: <laughs>
1: that what would also about, work um, as well. Yeah. What about Jenna Jameson smokes weed? Uh, do you guys remember? Do you guys remember that video? No. There it was like a video on Kaza. I was just watching it this weekend. Back in the Kaza days, when when like the title of the video would. All would be the only thing you had to base it on whether you would download it or not mm-hmm. there's a video called Jenna Jameson smokes weed and that was just like a bunch of dudes smoking weed <laughs> but, but, it's, uh, but it's like a really famous video and it's actually a really good video and I used to watch it all the time in high school um sorry
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sorry, jenna jameson's confused. smoke Sweet" is also a contender um so we should talk <laughs> that about part, that part we should talk about this melanie martinez video alphabet Boy. yeah we audio. should since and, adam and, said and, uh, uh alphabet right. boy at the beginning right um doug or maybe adam you want to take us through this video tell us about what this alphabet boy video is about
3: yeah, I can do that. So um, this Alphabet Boy video is sort of a continuation of the sort of the uh, the thematic uh, sort of the th- it's basically Melanie Martinez's ongoing theme is kind of this idea of uh, of youth. And uh, she often uh, dresses up in like and, and I mean, the sets and everything are designed to be like a very like uh, childhood kind of like uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Like infantile. Yeah, yeah. so this is a continuation of that both lyrically and stylistically, she's revisiting that theme. It's kind of her whole thing. And this video is uh, basically uh, a literal visualization of the whole alphabet boy theme. And uh, my sort of understanding is that the the song is what a guy who's telling her that uh, she's not smart enough. Uh, for him, and uh, basically the visuals see her playing with uh, fridge magnets that are letters, um, and also she has a big knife at one part. So um, it's kind of, uh, actually has a little bit of a lyric video element to it, but uh, it's definitely uh, a music video as well. I think it's I think that's meant to be kind of um, karaoke inspired,
1: because it also like has like it plays the music notes or it yeah. shows music notes when it's just music which is an element in karaoke. Is this a thing that happens? Are there dudes out there who, like, break up with women because they don't think they're smart enough?
3: And, I like, know a lot of And, like,
1: but... and specifically, like, because the point of this song is she's saying, like, maybe I'm not as, like, traditionally educated as you, but I've got other to- forms of education. Is that is that the point of this song? Like, I don't know that they like necessarily... Street, s- the truth. street smarts versus, yeah. uh... So, like, are there men out there who are like, oh... Uh, I just, I don't want to be, I'm not going to be your boyfriend because you need to go to the right college.
3: So I don't know that, that necessarily this is about a breakup. I think more of the idea that she's trying to get across is that, unfortunately, a lot of men think that women are not as intelligent as them. I, I know lots of guys that are like that. And I think it's almost like a little bit of a feminist
1: um, yeah, okay, idea
3: in, in the video. But uh, How about some of these guys? Who are some of these guys? Oh, I know tons of these guys. You know call them out. Guys. What
1: are their Twitter accounts?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Let's put
1: these motherfuckers uh, on the Call blast. them up. Put him on blast. Yeah,
3: call
0: him up. um, Go ahead, Adam. I was going to say that uh, if you are familiar with Melanie Martinez, the visuals of this video are not going to be any sort of a surprise. Um, She's basically styled the same way. She directs pretty much almost all of our videos um or at least the last five or six videos um and they all you know like adam said go into this in this the, this vein um this one had a little bit of remind me a little bit of remember the miley cyrus video for bb talk um <laughs> yeah. where it was kind of like it wasn't a white psych but it was like a pink psych and then uh basically all of that action happened in there um, they actually I think they both had a high chair and some giant blocks um, those yeah. two videos felt very visually similar to me um, but yeah this is uh, Doug you put this on the list what, what, what kind of like drew you in about this video
1: I, I, mean, I was just, just curious what it was so fucking popular, why it was so popular. That's why I put it on the list. I don't think it's that great of a video. I'm so just
3: she like- has I, – I mean, the answer to that is is her fan base. She has, like, a, a crazy, insane, cult-like fan base. I don't know if you guys know, but she was, uh, she was a voice uh, participant, and she made it quite far. I don't think she won that year, but she was on Team Blake Shelton, and uh. Uh, she had – she has, like, a massive fan base of uh, people, so any any video she releases... Um, it's
1: funny, crazy. though, that when, when a, a musician that comes out of such a, like, machine kind of, like, uh, um, place as the voice um, would be able to direct her own videos... Like I feel like when you come through those things that you're like in such a package you could put in such a box that like the music video director for your like first nine videos is like predetermined by – like that's like part of your contract to audition for The Voice is that like if you make it – all of this shit happens. We get all your money and we get to make all your decisions as an artist for, like, the next decade. Uh, I just, like, thought, thought that was, like, part of the fine print. So, um, or maybe the bold print. Uh, so the, the fact that she's directing her own videos, even though she came from um, that background, I think, is interesting.
3: Yeah, she always kind of brought the the artistic, uh, like, I, she would interpret popular songs while she was on The Voice, but she would do them in this sort of this nursery rhyme style, and, and she, she was doing this sort of this conceptual stuff, even on the voice. So I think yes. she knew what she wanted to become. Um, if she made it far enough, she already had this idea uh, behind her image and everything else. So uh, I think that might have something to do with uh, with how she's been able to jump right into directing her own videos and them not being terrible. No, oh, uh, this uh, team Blake Sheldon, your favorite? <laughs> he's actually he's quite he's quite good at the voice. He knows what, he knows what he's doing
0: um watching the uh, her audition on the voice where she's sang a she's there with an acoustic guitar singing a version of toxic by Britney Spears um and the only one who didn't turn around is Christina Aguilera so um, right interesting um yeah and, and go even in this audition she has the half black hair half blonde hair which is interesting so yeah um she definitely seems to have a control over 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 image for 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 sure
1: should we all try that
0: yeah i mean i I, uh, you guys can't see me, but I, I have been giving that a try for a few weeks, and it's worked out pretty well for me.
1: <laughs> Is that where you've been... We haven't done a podcast in a while. You were trying that out, making sure like your attitude would still be on level? Yeah. Even though you, How's my attitude? you got feel pretty good like i could i have a sense that you think you're a little bit cooler which you probably are mm. uh, but i can. I, it came across just a little bit but probably just for me because i've done uh, 193 of these with you uh, but, this is episode uh, 192 i believe yeah but one we've done a couple of these and didn't put them out oh true
0: yeah um <laughs> So, speaking of uh, a little bit cooler, uh, I think last video we should talk about was this riffraff video.
1: Oh, okay. I thought maybe we wouldn't, but <laughs> what? What you put it? I want to. I I know, wanna know I, why I you put, put on it list, on here. I put on the list, but I don't know. I just feel like, oh, I put it on there just as extra, but that's fine. Riffraff has a new video. I guess the reason I put this video on the list is to just ask everybody go around, go around the dinner table, and okay. everybody say uh, yes or no. Um, is Riffreff's peak as a musician behind us?
0: Uh, I, I Nick, I think as guest you get to answer that. No. First.
2: <laughs> I yes, absolutely. He's he's done. He's yeah. absolutely done. Maybe and, uh, t- and the, you know I, Doug and I were talking about this earlier. You know he had a little hiatus for two years or so and you know in that time i think he was just like getting jacked i think he wanted to become a wrestler or something and then he comes back and you know this is the first video i've seen in however many years and he's the same fucking guy like you would (laughs) you would think if he took all this time off he would come back and try something new but it's just the same riffraff except he's a little bit fatter Mm -hmm. um so i i don't i think people are kind of over that um you know bye bye riffraff hello
1: little yachty right Right. Every, uh, everybody's waiting for the next little Yachty drop now. Not not so much for Riff Raff. Uh, um, I think, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I think Riff Raff, we're always going to be kind of con- like Riff Raff is going to remain in our consciousness for a while. Forever. Uh, I think he's going to do a lot of stuff. I just don't know if he needs to do the music thing anymore to, mm-hmm. to stay popping um he doesn't need... like putting out an album is work and i and i don't think riffraff really needs to work that hard to like stay stay relevant enough to to for people to pay attention to him um and and like doing real music is hard and then you have to like live up to like more like more specific standards if he could just be like a quote unquote influencer instead uh like uh and then like every once in a while be on like a uh, um well, a three loco album or something like that. Like I think that that just is a more productive use of what riff raff's time is. <laughs> yeah, he should he should stick to being a featured artist. I yeah, think. right. You know, like it'd be cool.
2: Oh yeah, I got riff raff on this song. That's because he can know? still tour off whatever. He can still right. tour
1: and just go do his bur- burn on a wire verse and just like. You know what
2: it? I I miss so 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 much was I guess it was like four years ago. Uh, riff raff would. Do a verse and appear in, in any Joe Schmo's video if they paid him like $10,000. Right. It could, you know, anybody. He, right. there's, there was no filter there. Right. And I loved watching those videos because you would see him rap with some of the shittiest, like <laughs> mostly Canadian white rappers. <laughs> And you know, he was there, just you could tell he didn't give a shit. I mean, right. I don't think he gives a shit about any of his verses, just right. clearly freestyled it. Um, but I really enjoyed watching those, and he always had his manager at the time shoot those music videos. So, you know, obviously, he I think that's that rage guy. No, his name oh. was Max, uh, Max something, and he went by like, yes, Max Albert. Yeah, I don't know if he's still doing anything, but I know that he he would do all of Riff Raff's videos, and they were so bad. But you know, it was, it was kind of a, a deal for these for these rich um, you know wannabe rappers, ten
1: grand you like get to a, legitimize a hot it. star in their video. You know, right? They they would yeah. shoot the video, and yeah, I just think it's, I just think it's tough to like because I feel like Riff Raff can like if Riff Raff showed up to your town, if you were like. If you're like considering going to a riffraff show, which I would, if I was like, oh, riffraff is like doing a show nearby and like thing like things lined up, like I'd I'd consider seeing that. But like him doing him coming out with a new album would have no impact on that decision. Like uh, it would just be like I want to see what he would be all about as a live performer, and like he's got the content already that that would convince me um so yeah i don't know if he needs to be and there was a time where he was like doing a music video every week every two weeks he would like put out a music video um and i think actually should worked but i don't think he needs to kind of like grind so hard on this side of things he just like vine himself and his dogs mm-hmm. <laughs> and and still do what it'd still be enough and just like do a six second verse you know do like two lines you know uh, I could have played for the Broncos, but I ate too many tacos. Yeah. And, like, I <laughs> would we just, did. like, do that as Riff Raff, <laughs> and, and you'd get a million rewinds. So, <clears throat> you know, Riff Raff, you can have that line if you want it. Uh,
0: I think that would be a career maker for him. Um, Riff Raff is, I- I'm glad you said it. Nick, because I do think he's, like, significantly heavier in this video.
1: And it is a little awkward seeing him, But he, like, he used a a significant amount of steroids, right? Like, that's the assumption. He got super, super strong. Right. And if, like, if you're already, like, a person who, like, does a lot of drugs anyway, like, why wouldn't you do steroids? It's like, oh, this is a drug and it makes me super strong and, and, like... But, like, you know, if you're not Barry Bonds and doing steroids, then you end up make like it ends up making you look fat too.
2: Well, I remember hearing two years ago that he uh, stopped doing drugs and started going to the gym like every day because uh, he wanted to become a professional wrestler. Mm-hmm. And that's why he's kind of in a weird place right now where he's like not jacked. He's not skinny. He's just kind of like fat.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but also some of those things that happen from steroids – like in your neck and you're like just your physique where like his arms got big, but like he bulked out in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Like you, when you do like when you work out in a more natural way, like your neck doesn't pop out like right. that and stuff like that. And that happens when you use uh performance enhancing drugs. Why do you know so much about this stuff? <laughs> I've noticed that your neck has looked. A little- yeah. I mean, <laughs> guys, I've obviously been juicing. Yeah. Okay, so- and play for the Broncos. And and like, Riff Raff is
0: such a one-note guy. Like like you said Doug, just like he he, he used to just flood us, at, you know, us, you know, being the general public with just tons of shit. And I think that you know, he needs a little bit of variation. And he gets a little bit of that variation by coming through as somebody who's a feature person. And he's a perfect feature guy cuz he's so steady. Like you want when, when, like, for instance, when Two Chains has a you know a featured verse on a song, you pretty much know more or less what you're going to get. Two Chains isn't going to like try a you know jazz infusion, you know exploration on your yeah,
1: or uh, some kind of like political stance, like exactly, yeah, catch you off guard with like some Edward Snowden shit. Exactly, yeah. So uh, he's a he's a
0: perfect feature guy, and I feel like he can make a. a he just doesn't need all this music video shit. I mean. <laughs> yeah, it's really it's a kind of a waste of time, honestly.
1: Because I, the- I still see him hustling on Twitter too. I saw him, uh, at uh, I saw him. Uh, uh, I Eve Rivera retweeted him. Him, him going uh, at I Rivera, follow back. Oh, so uh, uh, you know, he's still tried. He's going to hit up even. I you know, maybe it'll, maybe they'll be able to work something out. But you know, I have a feeling Rivera is not doing the DM me and we'll work style of videos anymore. But
0: uh, I mean, who I'm knows? not above that. So if Ref wants to work with me, um, yeah,
1: right, I'm available. If you want a Flor and Manu video, which is me and Nick, mm-hmm. Ref, <laughs> hit us up. You can you can uh, you can call me at, at the same number that you call to get on. School for Q. <laughs> um, so uh, I think we,
0: we did it, you guys. Uh, we did it. Before we go, Nick, so where can we, you know, you're not doing music videos anymore. Where can we find where you're, the stuff that you're doing?
2: Well, the stuff that I'm doing, you can find it at uh, www.hellerfilms.com. Um, and you can follow me on Instagram at New York Nico. Uh, New York, N-I-C-O And um, And then, you know, maybe Doug and I will make an account for, for our Directing duo <laughs> yeah, <for> our uh, <laughs> by the time This podcast drops
0: And you can add that as well Nice, I'm looking forward to the many Fruitful um, projects that you guys Will be uh, helming Yeah, this
2: was, this was such a treat for me You know,
0: <laughs> I uh, there's, There have been many, many
2: nights where I, I Listen to both of your soothing mm. Voices to fall asleep um, so to to speak to you guys in in person is is a trip for me.
1: And I filled you up with you. coffee so you didn't fall asleep because exactly. I know you're used to it. Oh, I didn't mean that in a bad way. Who's got the most soothing voice?
2: Yeah, me or Adam? It's the it's a combination. You oh, can't okay. have one without the other. You guys would just. Fail terribly if you did your own thing. Okay, That's what I'm telling yeah. you right if now. If I did a
1: podcast with anybody else, it would fail.
0: <laughs> no offense. No offense, Andre. I haven't I haven't been asked uh, on the Vimeo podcast yet, and I'm I'm not hurt. But I now that thank you, Nick, because now I know I have a little bit of ammunition to call up and be like, hey, you guys uh doug's voice is nothing without me it's not nearly as soothing enough so
1: we'll just bring you in for no reason you'll just anytime i talk you just have to be like "Mm -hmm." i'll be like yeah Yeah.
0: hi andrea Hi, hi guests Um, i guess (laughs) well thank you very much nick because i mean we, we do we do a lot of speaking into the mic and we try to make it as soothing as possible so yeah hell yeah it's all about soothing um so sweet we will uh we're back in the saddle for the sunday podcast so we'll see you guys next week